All right, y'all, I got my favorite badass woman here, Dr. Stephanie Kinsey, no joke. Um, and you know, there's just a lot of women out there that are dentists or even aspire to be one. Sure. And what you've accomplished, you live a really good life, you, you know how to balance it all, and you've been through all levels of insurance-based practice, general practice, neuromuscular section, having another dentist in with you, you've done it all. So how do you get to a spot to where you are now, to where you can really think about retirement at a younger age? I mean, how do you, how do you, how do, you do that? Well, I think that balance is really your key word there. So um, you have to know what you want. You have to know what's important. And, and then you have to design what you have towards that. Uh, so what, what back in the day would you say you said to yourself that you wanted? Um, I always wanted time to travel. My original idea when I was in dental school was work for six weeks, take a week off. Work like for six that. weeks, take a week off. You cool. know, you know yeah. I never wanted to work 48 hours a week. I thought that that was way too much. It's too intense what we do. Um, and I think it eats you alive. And I think that's the downfall of the corporate yeah. is, you know, they, they burn you out. It's turn and burn. And, and, uh, and some, something's going to suffer. And usually it's the dentist. Right, truly. So wanting to travel, that's kind of cool. That, that's kind of cool, right? So none of it had to do with dentistry, folks. That's a really cool thing. So you designed your skill around your your goal, which is traveling. Yeah. And um, so so how did all these other pitfalls get in the way? Because you have general dentistry that probably just does not allow you to do that. Sure. Well, um, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Uh, and when you get into it, you you kind of get into bread and butter. I mean, unless you're fortunate enough to to come into somebody who's got a different plan, that's all you know. Just like a patient knows only about insurance. Right. Um, you only know about that as well. So, um, you know, they come in and give you a, a three-hour course on a business and, and <laughs> <Right>. say, <laughs> here you go, have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can buy something, right. you can, you can uh -huh. you know, go in with somebody or, or, or you could go try your own if, you, you know, if you're brave. Um, and uh, so I love to learn. And I, initially I wanted to do things more complex than was offered in dental school. So that was the first part of my journey. I went to a, a hospital to learn sedation and implants and things like that. And then um, the more dentistry you do, the more you learn about what you don't like. And, yeah, and, and what didn't you like? Um, I didn't like, um, uh, I didn't like eight to five. I didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like filling. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't like amalgam, you know, I, uh, but I also had exposure to a lot of different dentists um, in that program and uh, in some of my early years, I, I, I worked for a corporate and, and then uh, I got to run a practice and I had a really good office manager that kind of taught me the business end of things. And I was like, okay, I don't like to not get paid for what I do. Right. I don't like to have people just walk in my door because the insurance told them to. Um, I'm like, you know, we're, we're not a commodity. Right. Uh, and so. It's funny, like general dentistry, you know, just having a conversation, it's like, it's this mass production. And right. then at the end of the day, what, what do you, I mean, you're just killing yourself and you're really not getting, it's, it's like you look at a schedule and you go, that looks good. But then you look at your pocket and you go, that did not look good. It doesn't match. Right. So what did you start to take away at first? What, I mean, what, what do, for you was like that first thing to just take away to get the, the practice you wanted? Um, well, I think, you know, initially it was that, 
you either had to see a lot more people. And so I had that design and I was very good at operating through five chairs and, yep. and you have to hire a lot of people to supplement that. And, um, and then I started learning a little more about the neuromuscular and that really opened open doors and eyes of, of a, a better better way and for for your patients as well. And then what about like if someone out there is going, huh, this sounds interesting. What like how do I do it? When do you have to like what were the steps you have to take away insurance? Or you had to go through those kind of steps. You lose sure. people. I mean, you probably piss off people. You probably have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. So what for you was like the worst part of it? Uh, you know, it's fear. It's yeah. always fear. To, the to, unknown. That, yeah. Is it going to work? I, am I going to be able to pay my bills next yeah. month? Um, but uh, I mean, if you break it down into numbers and you look at, hey, maybe I'm going to lose. Let's take a big number. Let's say it's 20%. I'm going to lose 20%. But they're taking 30% of what I get paid there. You're still going to come out ahead. Come ahead. Right. <laughs> so um, you have to trust the math. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and employees can, it can really be expensive. I mean, your yeah. staff costs can be a murder. Correct. And so when you teach, when you get people that, when your office doesn't need as much, then you don't need as many people carrying it. And that to me is, a, is an incredible shift. Right. Yeah. yeah. Streamlining. And, and if you can get somebody to take ownership, then, then they take on more responsibility, not more than they, than, than is, uh, than they're able to do, but but just having a, a more vested interest, and so that makes things um, better for everybody. So if like it, it, this timeline of event, which is again a badass timeline, you sh I mean you know you're a badass, but <laughs> but truly in the whole timeline, what is for you the worst part of it? Like when were you the worst for yourself? Like I, I may give up. Uh, hmm. well, yeah, that's when you're. When you have all of, uh, when you have nine people and you've got, you know, seven chairs and uh, everybody running the cattle uh, mill, yep, yeah, running that, yeah. So. Well, good. I mean, so what, what what advice would you give somebody if they're thinking of taking a road like you did? So, uh, well, you need <laughs> that. That's a, that's a tough question. It kind of depends on on where they want to end up. Yeah, um, true. But but I, I think that if you start out. Um, knowing that there are things that are going to make your life miserable, like insurance, um, yeah. and just not get into it. it. If you start that way, I mean, there's plenty of people out there and, yeah. and you can build a practice even on your own um, and, and, and just build it right from the start instead of having to try to create it out of something that's, that's been done a different way. So if you leave dentistry one day, what will you miss the most? Uh, patience. Yeah. Yeah. Interaction. Yep. Yeah. If you ever decide to retire and, and if uh, you probably could, cause you've done such, such a smart job. If you do, would you, would you ever dabble still in it or would you, it would be too hard. Would you definitely just cut it off? Um, you know, if I could create a way to dabble, I'd probably do it. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it keeps, it keeps your mind active and, yeah. and, uh, and we do really amazing things. I was just going to say, you when know, you're life, that when, good, when you have life changing dentistry, it, it, it's, uh, it's so rewarding. Um, it's just the, you know, the, the day in day out stuff that kind of drags it down. Right. <laughs> so it's like it, those moments we would miss, it fulfills your soul, right? Like it, yeah. you would miss that a little bit. I would think so. Okay. And, um, it, when so, if somebody wants to do something like 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 they're in general dentistry and they're like okay I think I want to try this do you feel like being you could do it without being neuromuscular? I think it'd be difficult. Okay. Um, just because that offers so much more. Um, but but you you 
You probably, you just have to work a little harder. Do you enjoy that or more than surgeries? It depends. Okay. It could, depends. You wonder if you could have that kind of practice with just the surgical side. Right. Like the comprehensive surgical side or something like that. Uh, yeah, it would be one way or the other. You yeah. Just, just do the neuromuscular or just do the surgical. Uh, I think that both of that's attainable. Yeah. And even, even if you did something where you went into others' offices and you were the specialist, so to speak. Right. You know, they, they came in. Yeah. Would you ever teach people? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like... Um, how to do the dentistry you do? Sure. Uh, so if you could give um, just three points of advice to anybody out there that is thinking of going down this journey, what would be three things that you would say for them of good advice? I would say, well, depending on where they were, um, first of all, I always tell anybody that says they want to go into dentistry to major in business. Thank um, you. <laughs> and yes. then, um, for uh, newer dentists that, uh, or recent dentists, soon-to-be dentists, uh, I say continuing education. Continuing education because you learn enough to not be dangerous and there's so much more to it. And you can save yourself years um, and uh, heartache, I think, <laughs> by, by starting that journey early. And, uh, I think well, those are two great ones, man. And uh, third, uh, balance. Yeah. You know, it, it can't be all about the job. Yeah. And, and I love that. Even though it's a wonderful profession, I love yeah. dentistry. I do. You know that. Um, but but you really you really have to you keep have everything in perspective. You really have you have the balance thing down pat. I could learn from you. And you know that. Well, you try you try to help me with balance. <laughs> yeah, you know well, but you know but again, you really I don't think I don't think you do it in a sense of how what you bring to the practice. You really do set the tone for balance. So kudos. Yeah, what to you really is success? What, how would you define success for you? Success for me is is uh, having uh, joy in, in my profession and time and uh, and the ability to do the things that I want to do, which you know whether that's travel, which I love to travel, um, and uh, uh, you know tennis, competitive yeah. <laughs> sports, that kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, being able to, to do so that. as long as your profession feeds that bucket, then you feel that successful. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Doc. You're welcome.